Adventure awaits around every corner at Jungle Expedition, a new immersive area at King's Dominion. Embark on a journey of mythic sights and sounds as you make your way towards Tumbili, the all-new 4D spin coaster. Buckle into unique free-spinning seats and tumble through the jungle. By the end of this whirling ride, you'll be head over heels, literally. Plan your visit to Tumbili and Jungle Expedition at kingsdominion.com. It's official. Summer is almost here. The sun is getting brighter, the days are getting longer, and your yard is ready for some love. Make sure your flower beds and bushes can handle the heat with special savings on EarthGrow mulch. Keep the sun off your soil and water in the ground, plus add a fun pop of color that will last up to 12 months. Hurry in. EarthGrow mulch. Five bags for just 10 bucks. Feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Valid May 19th to 30th. In-store only. Color selection varies by store. Limit 75 per customer. everybody it's your boy taz and i'm joined with the one and only kelly d i promise you i'm going to learn how to say this like you can't be in my life all this time and i can't say that like you do i don't know how i'm going to do it my baby said she'd be like that's it radio I'm jealous because I can't do it. Man, you are, uh, everybody, you are listening or watching another episode of the intro or you're listening to us on the radio. Uh, like I say, we are joined with the one and only Miss Kelly D from That's It Radio. Uh, so much going on, but so much hasn't changed since I last spoke with you. Um, and that bothers me that I actually have to say so much has not changed and we're still in the same boat that we were a week ago literally seven days ago a lot of stuff is still going on from there they still haven't arrested brianna taylor's uh murderers yet yeah trump is still in office oh somebody oh i want to say something so bad but i can't (laughs) they're gonna come looking for me look say something you never know who looking and listening. But, hey, the first, uh, since we are trying to uh, get structured around here, the first segment is called What's Going On? I bet you can sing that better than me. Go on and sing it. What's going on? You so churchy. <laughs> I ain't even do all, all the uh, at the end of it. Like you do the what? <laughs> you wrong. Oh, you wrong for that. Uh that part what's going what's going on in your life i hear from uh the text messages on my phone that you got something to talk about let's go why are you so messy yeah uh, okay so first uh, first thing is i i want to be petty but then i want to be petty okay it's amazing to me how when people leave Leave. Now all of a sudden everything is pew 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 blowing up and taking off, but you're still local. I was thinking the same thing. 
Okay, let me not be that petty. I don't want to be that petty. Let me well, stop. <laughs> well, I I can. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's uh, amazing. Don't say no that. names. Oh, never that. I gotta stop kicking this light out. Shout out to Ring Light. I love Ring Light. They are a blessing. Shout out to Ring Light. Shout out. <laughs> um, it's amazing. Um, I think that some people's definition of stardom is different than what the. Yeah, go go ahead. Like I said, I do everything on purpose. Yes. And. I get that you want to make it, that you want to be this and you want to be that. Mm-hmm. Look how long, look how long it took Tamla Man. Let me use her for example. She started with the family. When I first met her, Uncle David, I was 13. I'll be 43 this year. Dang. And it took her this long to get to where she is. After mm-hmm. singing with the family, being featured this day and the third. Yeah. And I get You've been on your grind. You've been on your hustle. You've been this. You've been that. I've been singing since I was eight. Yeah. So I'm not new to none of this that's going on. I've been on the stellar stages, Dove, Lady of Soul, Soul Train, all that. And (laughs) all that. And it takes, it takes, it it takes time. And people just want to pew. Stardom doesn't happen overnight. You have to pay your dues, and sometimes dues take years. But I'll say this. I wish everybody the best, because at the end of the day, KK, whoo, KK is going to be all right. (laughs) You know, I think that uh, a lot of people get into this, regardless of even if you've been in this for, like, five minutes or five years, I think because every they believe the hype that everybody puts them, they build you up to believe that you are something that... Yeah, the people, they gas, they, you get gassed up real quick, real yeah. good. And I'll be, like, yeah. be like, no. Yeah. No. Don't let, don't let people gas you up because at the end of the day, when you're not hidden and when you're not on it, are they still going to be there? It's my this question. That's true. That's but why, then, like, I can't wait. Cause, all right, so you, you've been singing for how long now? Since I was eight, professionally, so, since I was four, thirteen. So I believe that this 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 next single that you about to put out that you're not telling nobody about that you're probably not even working on, but you gonna work on it anyway. That might be the single that you need to do to go on and, and catapult you and make that happen. Sorry. Fix your mouth. <laughs> I actually just told Beta the other day I want to do a black girl anthem. I Check I need out. you to do that. There we go. I want to do a black girl anthem. Okay. Um, I, I haven't, I, ain't, I haven't planted it yet, but I, I mean, I've planted it. I put it out there, but I do want to do a blacker interview. I don't know about doing no EP. I'm, I'll be trying to retire. People won't let me retire. You can't retire. Um, <laughs> I'll be trying to retire. Um, I feel like it's sort of a competition going on okay. and I'm, I'm too old to, to compete. I feel you. I'm too old for that. No, I'm I'm not gonna feel some type of way. At first I did, I'm gonna lie, at first I did, I was like, had you waited, had this, yeah, going, we was gonna do this. But you know, it's like a new toy. When when a kid sees a new toy or when something they haven't had before, they want it right then. Give it to me, I want it. Yeah. And to me, if I give it to you to stop do 
What? You jinxed my camera. Mm-mm. Maybe I'm doing too much moving. Straighten up. Straighten up. There we go. If I give it to you too soon, you're going to break it. Yeah. You're not going to know what to do with it. You're not going to take care of it the way that it needs to be taken care of. But like I said, at the end of the day, I wish everybody the best. I believe that that's how God works with us. God is like, yes, you're good enough for it, but not yet. Because if I give you the single that puts you on number one within the top 10 on the billboards and you get this money, you get the notoriety and you get the fame, you're not going to know how to deal with it. And you'll get lost in the sauce. It's going to be too much for you. People turn to alcohol, turn to drugs. Yeah. Good thing I don't do drugs, but I show... Giants. Uh, however, <laughs> got some wine in the refrigerator, some wine, some crown apple, a little vodka. Yeah, that's I, it. I have uh, some pink, pink mascara. <laughs> in general, <laughs> I have a problem with the fact that we are held to a standard that the government tells us you can only have 10 people, but your president can hold something and have 3,000. Because he's an idiot. <laughs> And if your mama listening, she's an idiot. I really have a problem with that. It's and though what I did realize and I have um I've learned because I was sitting down talking to my auntie is where people if if people understood what the president was doing before you go into an event right now, he makes you sign a waiver that says if you get sick. You will not sue me, or you cannot sue me. Wait a minute, who said that? It's been on the news. Like there, you you literally you have to sign a waiver that say if you get sick, you cannot sue the president. So if it not, of course he may say it's fake news and it's not happening. But if in case that is true, if you're going somewhere where you have to sign a paper and say I understand that there's a possibility that I can die. But I'm cool with that. First of all, if it get to a point where you got to sue the president, you know, so you're going to see me do this a lot. <laughs> you just want to show them eyelashes. That mean my right hair hurt. <laughs> so first of all, dummies, Corona people is killing people every day. Lexi thought she had it yesterday. Mm. She, um, she she called me from work. She's like, Mama, my, I can't breathe. But she's asthmatic. She called yeah. me. She said, I can't breathe. I said, Food, ER now. Yeah. She called. She had she, her her doctor's on speed now because she has a lung specialist and her PCP um, knows her. She's a chronic asthmatic. Anything will flare up. Right. She went and actually Snapchatted the the, the how they do it. The um how they I, I guess I'm moving too much. How they it's gonna zone back it. out on you how they do the test and it's treacherous. It's like they hold your head back and just shove that thing up your nose and pull it out. She said she must have cussed that lady so hard. Yeah. I said, next to Judah, she's had this test done seven times already. Dang. Every time every time she has a flare up, they make her take the test. Oh, wow. Every time she has a flare up, because like I said, she, when Alexis, Alexis was six weeks premature. Yeah. And only the right side of her. Welcome to Loop. Loop is a social media application designed to help communities solve the problems of crime and police brutality. Now, those activities range from theft, death, riots, police brutality, and officers in the area. But this is unlike any other mobile application because Loop is also a social media app that allows users to connect with each other through private messages, friend requests, and activity logs.
Download Loop today. You're going to feel safe. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number one, it's free. Number two, they're creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So do me a favor, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started lungs were fully formed so okay. the left side she struggles this you know this wow. cry. so any little thing can flood her up so she takes my mom have it i ain't got it they say i might have pneumonia i said fool go back yeah i said no go back all right because I, it, I it's a lot i said it's on the radio stay home yes if i don't have to go nowhere yeah. I'd rather be at home walking around in my drawers. That's why I'm not standing up. I'm just saying. Now, after Thursday, I have to change that. Yes, you do. Or after Wednesday. But we're so secluded in our own spaces in my own area. In your own area. Ow. Ow. Never see me walking out with my cleaning supplies. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what? You you just reminded me of something. I really wanted to do like uh, pre-taping earlier this week. I have a problem with individuals in the music business right now who are singing, doing performances or playing or doing something for free on stages where other people are touching microphones that are not clean or don't even know that they are asymptomatic individuals. And then you come up sick with Corona. We have our own mics here. <laughs> like, you can, I literally, I uh, I made a post on Facebook. I was like, is your life worth a mic? Because if if you're just out now singing and you're doing, like, I, I understand everybody want to be a part of the uh, the motivation to get better, get well type situation. But if you're doing shows and you're, number one, you're not getting paid for it. Number two, you don't know how clean the place is because while you're there, you're going to the bathroom. Yep. You're going to get don't wash they, Niggas don't wash their hands. At all. So you put yourself in a situation to where if, if even one person uh, contracts COVID, it automatically shuts down the entire building and everybody in it for the next two weeks. And then possibly you getting sick also. I don't understand it, and I don't have a problem with not being on anybody's stage right now. Even if, like, I do church right now, only on Sundays, you'll see me singing on the microphone, playing the keyboard with a mask on. I don't care if you can understand what I'm saying. God, God, God. <laughs> I don't care. You better ask God what I said. I don't care. You, you need a translator to let your discernment kick in and just raise your hands and say hallelujah. Let me tell you something. That follow the vibe where it's a mask, so the letters is peeling off of it. I saw the mask that I designed for him. I was like, oh, he wearing my stuff. That's not he wore He wearing it, so it's, it's, I'm like, babe, that's a new mask. He talking about, am I not supposed to wear it? I'm like, dang, you're not supposed to wear it till it fall apart, but okay. Hey, it oh, is he is. He, he wore the hell out of it. I love it. He battled. 
and I wish other individuals and what I'm coming to find out is not the fact that they're not just wearing it at these events. They're not wearing them, period. Do you not understand that your body, if, if your body is what's making you money, why not do what you have to to take care of it? Because it, it's, this ain't going no, no, nowhere no time soon. We're going to be doing masks at least until December from the looks of it. I am one that uh, I've lost a lot of individuals <laughs> or a lot of things in my life because I took advice from people who from the, in their mind, probably really meant me good. Mm -hmm. But the advice that they gave me really effed up my life. Like, I had, like, I can remember my dopest relationship ever. I said, we still, to, to this day, don't know how we met. I was leaving the club one night. Literally, I was leaving. Emma and Pearl, let me talk about it. That's, you know how long ago that was. <laughs> Wait. And my phone rings. And this guy's on the other end. And we talking, and I was like, how did you get my number? He was like, you called me. I was like, nigga, I don't even know you. But when I tell you, from literally from that night, almost every single day for three years, oh. we were, every single day we were around each other. Still don't know how we met. But, you know, I took everybody's advice. They was like, oh, no, you don't need to do this. This is not the whatever, whatever. I let it, you know, take over, and I let him go. I regret that shit, too. I mean, it's like had I listened to what people were saying when me and Rashad first started talking. It's like, don't talk to him. He do this and he this and he that. I don't want it. I don't like for people to come. Don't tell me nothing about nobody. Right. Because at the end of the day, your situation with them is not, not this. That's, I'm, we two different people. So your situation with them will be completely different from my situation with them. So let me figure out on my own. Let me see for my own. I've taken some advice and I've been like, yeah. When I find this fool, I'm gonna beat their job. I fight like I fight. I'm gonna fight because I shouldn't have listened. Yeah. Like this. I don't don't take it. Don't take advice from single people. And don't take advice from people who are in very unhappy relationships. Don't I? I yeah. Uh, I don't take advice from people that don't have no money. Yes. Especially about your way. <laughs> don't take advice from people who don't have money about your money. Right. <laughs> I've been there. And don't argue with a fool. My grandmama said, because can't nobody tell the difference. If you argue with a fool, won't nobody be able to tell which one is really the fool. Yes. Do you think, even though it pans out to be the wrong advice, whenever they're telling you that, do you actually think they know that what they're saying is just not right, no. or, or they could no. actually, actually they think, think they have your they best interest they, at all. They think they're trying to help. I posted something on Snap the other day about, you know, the holidays are hard for me because I don't have my mom and my grandmama gone. I have no mama, no grandmama, no godmama, no auntie, so nothing. Yeah. And I posted on Facebook that sometimes depression creeps in because the holidays, and like the end of that statement is if you can't sympathize, empathize. And I saw that, I posted that because. I saw somebody else's snap and I was like, family fun, miss it. Uh, family fun, sure do miss it. Uh, hashtag mama, hashtag granny, hashtag, hashtag RIP. And the response I got was, you not over that shit, bitch what? Whoa. You need, you need to get over that, something like that. Wow. 
Oh, yeah, mama's still here. And you probably don't even see her. Wow. When I said that shit, that took me back to when I was, Yeah. I was like, you have absolutely no clue. Let's wait till your mama die and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have no relationship with her, then that's your problem. But me and my mama were best friends. Yeah. Same way with 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 me. Uh, I used to sing at a lot of funerals. Well, whatever. Sing at a lot of funerals for parents being gone, but it it didn't hit until I had to sing at my mom's. I sung at my mama and my granny's. I sung at my mom and my granny's, and mm-hmm. it it didn't hit me. It's like you go and you see other people experience it, but whenever you have to, it's like you on both sides. Mm-hmm. You you sitting on the front bench. And you singing on the mic, that thing hits differently. It's like people call me now when their mama's passed away. Yeah. Can you come sing at my mom's funeral? What? <laughs> I have laryngitis. <laughs> Look at that. And I'll be wanting to say no. I'll be like, oh, this is so. Because Tip took the singer, one of my artists, her mom passed. And she was like, Kelly, I really need your help. I was like, oh. Yeah. God. And to actually watch her, she broke down so bad. I was like, Okay, you're doing this for a reason. Yeah. You were built for this because, but for somebody to, I guess that was their advice. Get over it. If you get over this ass whooping. That you about to get in about five seconds. Yeah, and some advice you just, when people be trying to tell me stuff, I be like. Yeah. Welcome to Loop. Loop is a social media application designed to help communities solve the problems of crime and police brutality. Now, those activities range from theft, death, riots, police brutality, and officers in the area. But this is unlike any other mobile application because Loop is also a social media app that allows users to connect with each other through private messages, friend requests, and activity logs. Download Loop today. You're going to feel safe. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Taz, and you're tuned in live to Spotlight Radio, or you're watching via the intro, Dallas. I'm joined with the one and the only Mr. Deonis Cook. What's up, man? What's up, good people? How you doing, bro? Man, so I'm going to tell you how I found out about you. The day that your EP came out, Kelly uh, posted uh, the picture of the EP, and she was like, this is some fire music. And, you know, I trust everything Kelly say. Shouts out to Kelly D from That's It Radio, also business partner. And I went and I clicked on this. I clicked on your um your CD, bro. Mm-hmm. You're fire. <laughs> Thank you. Thank like, you. I love Thank everything about this particular project. How how long have you been been doing music? Man, uh, I've actually been in music for twenty five plus years. Um, wow. I uh, I think. I'm, I'm about to, I think I'm about to tell my age here. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was first signed to RCA Records through a distribute or through a deal through a local label here in Dallas at the age of, uh, I think I was either 12 or 13. Oh, wow. And that didn't materialize um, into something because they lost the deal. So um, during that time, I kind of got, you know, kind of got mesmerized by producing. 
yeah. watching people create music. So um, that's how I kind of got my start in like creating music and stuff like that, as far as you know, music, music, and stuff like that. But um, uh, that turned into years later uh, becoming a part of God's property. Everybody knows who GP is in Dallas, ah, yes. all over the world. Um, and then like from there, it just whoo bees. <laughs> from there, it just took <laughs> off and uh, became something you know that I love to do. So yeah, a good twenty five plus years, man. So music journey has been great. <laughs> being introduced to the industry at such a young age, like what's one of the one things that you learned back then that you still use in your career right now? Uh, contracts. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Contracts. So talk about that because you have a lot of young, young people that's that, that feel like they the next big thing and they jump at the first big thing. Uh, how important are contracts? Contracts are very important because it protects you as an artist and it protects, uh, your interests. Um, especially if people want to take your artistry and distribute it they put out a contract and you don't know what's in the contract. Mm -hmm. There could be like little clauses that say, sure, we'll, di we'll distribute, we'll distribute your music, but you got to give us 80%. And if you don't know the lingo, yeah. you'll end up signing that contract, giving away 80% of your catalog. And that's how you make money through the publishing, through the writing and everything like that. But, you know, I've had my own experiences with contracts and, you know, a lot of them, have been slave contracts, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you know, it's, it's, it's always good to know what you're signing. Um, today, a lot of artists sign 360 deals. Um, those are deals where, you know, you get distribution, you get all of those things, but you have to pay this certain amount of money back in order to keep the contract. Yeah. Um, and if you don't, they let you go, you know, um, but I, I, I would definitely say contract, knowing your business, knowing what to sign, what not to sign, knowing, you know, what to give up, your percentages, all of that. That is the most important thing when dealing with music. Yeah. Everybody, anybody can be talented. Anybody mm -hmm. can sing. If your business is whack, yeah, you just, you'll just be another talented, unheard singer that's being taken. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I really want to ask the before questions, but I have to talk about my favorite song on this project. <laughs> Go for it. I bumped this like this is like the best. Like I love this song, and I even sing it in, to myself in my head. I think I sing it so much I sing it in my sleep. <laughs> I love "Let Me Know." That seems to be like everybody's favorite. <laughs> I love "Let Me Know," man. Like you put me in the mood of um. What's the dude? I was talking to Kelly about him. The dude, he's out of New Orleans. New dude. Lucky Day. Lucky Day? Yeah, yeah. That song yeah. puts me in the Lucky Day mood, but that is like my favorite song on the project, bro. Yeah, what's, what's actually funny about that, like, I sat down at the keyboard and like, I had, I had heard Lucky Day's song. Uh-huh. But that patch, it was something about that patch that was just me mesmerizing like how it began like that just that brass muted patch yes with a with a low attack um and just one day i was in the studio i was just like yo let me see what i can create and i came up on a patch that sounded something like that so i tweaked it 
Mm-hmm. And you know, it was just like, oh, that's dope. And so started playing like little chords and melodies and stuff like that. And it turned into that. What's funny about Let Me Know, I gave the track to somebody from here, from Dallas. His name is Cedric uh, Jackson, okay. um, who now lives in LA. Um, he's he's the uh, brother of Whitney, Whitney Jackson, who's a background vocalist here in Dallas as well. And I gave it to him and he wrote to it. And he told me he was going to let me hear it, but he never let me hear the song. So it was just like, oh, well, maybe he can do anything to it. Yeah. So, like, one day I just pulled the track up because I couldn't write to it at the time I did it. So I was just like, right. <laughs> so I pulled the track up and then, like, yo, I think I want to put this on my album. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I wrote to it and that's, there it is. Let me know. And, you know, I think that song pretty much displays a lot of growth as far as you know from my previous album as far as like creativity as far as vocal arrangement as far mm-hmm. as production music musical production um nobody knows that there's no drums in that song you know that's all it's a bass line yeah that has a hit on like has a kick on it <laughs> and it makes it feel like there's something extra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no, there's absolutely no drums in that in that track. So, um, you know, I, I will say like that that song was inspired by the like that lucky day feel. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to display be honest, you know, you definitely over that. Be honest, your voice yeah, is yeah. smooth and silky on every single song on this project, man. Thank you, brother. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Um, where did you get? Wait, we talked about your first start. Who are the first uh, three artists that come to mind that you haven't worked with that you would like to? That I haven't worked with. Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I know, and this can't happen because our dear brother has passed away. Uh, Prince would have been on the oh. list. Yes. He probably would have out music me and probably would have been like, yo, that's that's whack. Like, yo, I don't like those chords. Yeah. <laughs> that's, okay. That's what this, um but I would have liked to have given a given a, a good got a good college try with Prince. Okay. Um uh I would say I think I've worked with Layla on the Kirk Franklin album. I arranged their song, uh the a cappella joint win on Kirk Franklin's album. Okay. I, but I, I think directly, I, I would love to work with Layla Hathaway as well, mm. um, production-wise, uh, uh, vocal production as well. And then I would definitely say Stokely. Stokely from is ridiculous. Bruh, bruh. Stokely is, that is like the dude that I idolized yeah. growing up. Like, you know, his runs are crisp. They're yes. clear. They're precise. They're yes. accurate. And like he's a musician's musician. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like everything that I I strive to be like that embodiment of of just musicality and just vocal ability. Like that. Those are like my my top three people that I would love to work with. I hope y'all didn't think I was going to say somebody like Young Jeezy or somebody like that. <laughs> <laughs> I want to work with Young Thug and Lil Wayne and Baby. Yeah. That's fun. Let me work with Lil Flip. 
Yeah, that's that's one of my guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, how far or how deep does your musical background go? Is your your whole your family musically inclined? Is this something that God just threw down at you? What? what how does this come about? Yeah, my 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 like both sides of my family. My dad used to play in a band. Uh, he used to play keys and vocals in a band. Uh, Back when he was a teenager, um, my mom and her sis, all of her siblings can sing. Oh wow! So, including my mom, so um, I, I can definitely say it's something that's uh, handed down <laughs> yeah. uh, through the family. Um, uh, growing up, I used to watch my mom do demos, um, mm-hmm. send them off to record companies, and you know, my mom is a beast, bro. She's She's amazing on vocals. Wow. And um, you know, it was something that was that was handed down. And I mean, how could it not be? Yeah. <laughs> Being around all of that music. So So yeah, you, I definitely, you definitely know the ins and outs of everything music industry. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I I, I feel like there's things that you learn every day. Um I, I do know a, a bit, um, but there's things that I'm, you know, I'm still learning and coming into the knowledge of, you know. I feel like when you're in this industry, if you're not learning, then yeah. you're not growing at all. True. So um, there's something new that you can learn every day. Yeah. Um, you know, but the the thing about it is you have to you have to put your mind to it. You have to put your effort towards it. And you know, at the end of the day, the industry is always changing. You have yeah. to stay up on yeah. what's going on. Like nobody knew that music was going was going to go digital the way that yeah. it did it started with napster yeah oh <laughs> my god music. yeah yeah it started with napster like you know then cds became irrelevant and then mm-hmm. everything shifted to to virtual before cds it was tapes before yeah. tapes it was right. records before rec well during that the period of records and tapes it was um a track yeah. you know what i'm saying uh uh, eight inch reels, 25 inch reels, like, you know, music is always changing, but it's up to the person who's interested in that to stay abreast yeah. of what's going on in it. So yeah. if you're not learning something every day, then you need to readjust. <laughs> you need to speaking do something of, else. And Speaking of, and then I, I will get into the EP Fresh. What have you learned about yourself during this whole pandemic that you didn't know before? Um, I learned that my creativity is still very potent. Um, like I said, the last album I dropped was in 2011, and it was called The Break. Um, that's on iTunes. Anybody want to go to iTunes or, or go anywhere? It's, at, it's in any digital distributor. <laughs> uh, I learned that my creativity is, is still potent. Like, I didn't, for a long time, Um, between 2011 and up until now, I didn't do a lot of music that I felt like was me. You know, I was putting out things to say, yo, I can do that whack stuff that y'all doing now. Like that's, that's no problem, but it wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? I was conforming to what the sound was. I was conforming to, you know, uh, the trap music, the, the, you know, the repetitive hi-hats and all of that type of thing. But that was more of a, See, I can do you. Yeah. It's easy. But for me, it was more of like I lost that creative energy because I was trying to conform. 
Yeah. And, you know, during that nine, during that nine year period, I was working with artists singing backgrounds and, you know, traveling. I never really got the opportunity to just sit down and say, what does the honest have to say to people? Yeah. Like, what does his artistry have to say to people? Yeah. So that's, I think that's the main thing I learned during this quarantine. It's like, yo, you have more in you mm-hmm. and you need to stay here. Don't let anybody ever tell you that you don't have any creativity yeah. and don't ever measure your creativity by a bar of what people think. I'm not out here to please people. I'm out here to make great music. <laughs> Boy, you're talking to me That's right in now. my heart. You, hey, bro. Uh, <laughs> you preaching to the choir right now because I'm so I'm soaking this this whole little part here. I ain't even worried about the audience. This is for me right here. Absolutely. And 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 the thing is, you never know what can happen. Like, you could be the next trend. Yeah. You could your sound could be the next big thing. But I think what ends up happening is you get so focused on that is you lose focus on what are you really doing this for? Are you doing this to please people to show the industry that you're the bum or are you doing this because this is something you love to do and you want people to experience what you experience while creating this. Yeah. So, you know, that, like I said, that's, that's the main thing I learned during this whole quarantine, that and wearing a mask. (laughs) I think (laughs) that's one of the things that for some reason, the folk and man, (laughs) I'm still trying to understand why people don't want to wear a mask. Bruh, listen, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Like, especially, especially with what they're saying, the second wave, what the, the second wave from the first wave that never got over here in the DFW hitting again, yeah. and all the restrictions that we're probably about to go back under again, and they still don't want to do it. Yeah, and and honestly, I don't even think it's just a an us thing. I think that's an American thing. I yeah. think Americans in general, we have this arrogance about us, well, nothing can stop us. This is yes. America, the land of the free, the heart, do whatever the hell I want to do. Like, yeah. bruh, you can do whatever the hell you want to do, but you're going to die. Like, while doing it. <laughs> while doing it. So, <laughs> like, like, my whole thing is, it's like, yeah, we're this and we're that, but you have people telling you this is not safe. Yes. This is what you should do, and this is how you should go about doing it, and if you don't want to listen to that, hey, yeah, it's a free country. And Regardless of what your dumb president say, brother, they gonna lead you in the ditch. Right. Oh, that ditch. Everybody wants to get in this. Your boy Taz, and I'm joined with the one and only Mr. Dionis. Uh, we are talking yeah. music. We're talking life. We're having fun. But right now, I want to talk about this wonderful piece of work that you just put out. The EP Fresh. What's going on with it? What you want people to take from it? What's up? Okay. <laughs> So the idea of Fresh is a relationship that's based on sex. Okay. So uh, pretty much it's a guy that meets a girl. The girl is kind of like pissed off at men because <laughs> okay. she's had so many bad experiences. So the dude is basically trying to tell her, well, I'm not like other dudes. Okay. He's not coming at it from a sexual aspect. It's more like 
yo, you fine, your thighs is nice, you're banging, you're blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But I want to kind of get to know you, you know what I'm saying? And the the girl is kind of like, oh, okay. She's kind of letting her defenses down until she realizes, I think I'm kind of attracted to this dude. I think I kind of want to mm-hmm. go there. And you know how we do. We think sex is the ultimate sign. Yeah. Yo, I'm in love. Yo, yeah. yo this, is, this is a fresh new thing. This is a situation. She gave it to me. Like, I think I can think I can do this. Yeah. Like, I think I can form a relationship based off of one night. One, yeah. Nah, which is why I say Fresh is going to be a two-part album. Um, you got the Fresh part, and then this guy, it starts, he starts experiencing things that he doesn't necessarily agree with or like okay. from this person. Now you have the not so fresh mm. part. <laughs> so that's that's the, the debate for me, like whether to name the second part uh fresh too or not so fresh not or so fresh. <laughs> you thought it was fresh or yeah. <laughs> you know. Something so totally Yeah, yeah. That's that's pretty much the idea of of fresh, the EP. So for everybody who uh, who hears what your uh, your mindset was in, in doing the, this project, the average person, the next question is going to be: Is this project about you? Uh, <coughs> As he clears his throat, America. <laughs> now I I can't, I I can't deny that some of the experiences have a lot to do with me because okay. I've been I've been in those those predicaments and. Who, I mean, what artists wouldn't write about their experiences? Yeah. Um, you know, it's 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 the well that you draw from, and you know, it's 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 a thing of being able to be honest, be open, and helping people. I feel like that's my my job as a minstrel is helping people through their drama <laughs> or helping yeah. people through their their situations because I've been there. I know how that feels. So let me talk about it to help somebody else. It's not just a church thing. You know, it's not just, you know, uh, a testimony type thing that goes on in church. No, it's it's a life thing. I need something that's going to help me deal with life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's, that's my purpose on earth, man. Like, like letting people know you can deal with something or you can go through something and this is the way to do it. This is how I did it. Yeah. Learn from my mistakes. Don't do it this way. There's right. so many avenues you can, you know, you can approach it from. But at the end of the day, yeah, I mean, a lot of those songs have experiences that I've dealt with. And, you know, I just want to be able to help somebody yeah. <laughs> with those experiences. Yeah. Well, yeah. man, I promise, like, I listened listen to this project ever since the first day I contacted you and I must say I'm highly highly impressed with every bit of your work man uh how can our listeners or our viewers find out more information about you man and your music well right now I am on all social media platforms uh under uh I am the honest I-A-M-D-E-O-N-I-S you can follow me on Twitter uh Instagram Facebook by that hashtag, uh, not hashtag, by that handle. Um, uh, I'm getting ready to relaunch IamTheHonest.com so people be able to find information, find my music. Okay. Um, today, it's, it's starting to become about ownership and, yes. you know, uh, doing things on your own and, you know, you know, putting things out for yourself. Um, 
you know, and collecting 100% of those residuals. Definitely. <laughs> so, Definitely. Um, yeah, you can go to those places and find me. I'm on YouTube, um, Puma81, P-U-M-A-H, 81. Um, I'm all over the place, man. Just type in Deonis and you'll find me. <laughs> that sun is hitting you like right on the right side of your that, face. The, the, the sun you is got that glow. <laughs> You got that glow. <laughs> Everybody, it's your boy Taz and the one and only Mr. Dion as you are listening to Spotlight Radio, the show Underwood Radio Show, or you are watching the intro Dallas live on TV, uh, social media, or any other platform that you may be watching. We appreciate you guys for watching, and we want to keep up to date with everything Dion has going on. Is there anything else you would like to share, man, before we go? Man, everybody stay safe, bruh. Like, um, we're living in strange times right now. And, you know, the best way to, you know, uh, get through this is together. Um, it's, it's like I've never experienced this type of atmosphere in my, in my 30-some-odd years of living. Yeah. And it's the only way we'll get through it is, is together, man. Keep your, keep, keep your mask on. Y'all be careful out here in these streets. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, everything that we're going through with uh, Black Lives Matter and, you know, it's, it's just a crazy time. We, we, can't, we cannot progress unless we progress together. Right. So that's all I got. <laughs> Everybody, once again, it's Dionis on Spotlight Radio or the intro Dallas live on TV, man. We appreciate you for everything. Oh.